Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Scholarly Sessions Unraveling Education podcast. This episode focuses on the importance of joy in the classroom. In the previous episode, Eddie focused on what makes a good teacher and what makes a bad teacher. This episode will branch off of that and focus on some techniques that teachers use to to increase joy in the classroom. The overall question of this episode is the importance of joy in learning. This connects to the overarching theme of what affects a student's learning because joy is crucial to make and engaging students. Um, the format of this episode will be, um, I collected some questions from people all across the country and I'll be answering the questions. So the first question is from Anonymous in Arkansas. Why do you care about the importance of joy in the classroom? Um, thank you for reaching out for whoever said that question. I care about this topic because I've seen students ruthlessly complain about the education system and how much they hate it. I thought that making learning fun for students would really increase the value of education system. Right now, the American education system is riddled with dysfunctionality, hatred, and inequality. I think the best way to fix that is to make education a little more enjoyable. Although that won't fix the entire problem, making class fun will at least get kids involved and engaged. This topic is extremely overlooked when it comes to fixing the education system because no one really cares. The best schooling environments all have fantastic teachers, which make the learning process interesting for students. I've been a part of both the the interesting part of school and the non-interesting part. And what I've learned is the interesting part makes it a whole lot more fun and actually engaging to learn. So thank you for that question. My next question comes from Anonymous in Michigan. This person asks, can you explain why joy is important in learning? Um, this is a great point. I mean, it gives me an opportunity to acknowledge some of the research I've done. First off, from my own experience, learning is best done in a positive environment. I grew up in, t- in a great town district with amazing students, but I definitely amazing teachers. I definitely had some terrible experiences with teachers. The worst experiences I had weren't from any book club or English class that I was forced to sit through. That resulted in a hatred for every English class, and it pushed me away from that subject. I enjoyed reading, but I hated being forced to sit still and analyze every little bit of a book. I thought books were meant to be enjoyed, and that's not what English class taught me. I did have tons of positive experiences, um, most of them come from math. I was really a big fan of math, and I, I did enjoy simple algebra and multiplication. I like the uh, the competitive edge of a lot of the activities that we did. Um, I think it also depends on the subject because it's a lot harder to make English activities interesting. Like math activities, it's it's very easy to make them uh, like interactive, you know, challenging, competitive, and that's the kind of thing I strive in. Like I I work best um, doing that. I mean, it, it, those activities um, definitely appeared, uh, appealed to me and my peers' competitiveness. Um, one example of that is when I was time to uh, get as many math questions right in a minute. And it, it, was, it was a really fun time, and I really did enjoy it, and I learned a lot from it. All right, so my next question comes from Anonymous in North Dakota. This person asked, what research have you done on this topic? So I did a lot of research um, in my quest for figuring out the answer to this. Um, my my first thing I did was I worked on my Humans of Education project, which focuses on 
students learning inside versus outside the classroom. Um, this particle relates to that because of motivation. Um, two of my interviewees, Arbor and Claudia, demonstrate the necessity of joy in their lives for everyday activities. For Arbor, he says that would say there is a factor in it because like for the gym consistency like when you got to train yourself to go to the gym every day and you can apply that to study it's like makes sense for him so what arbor's saying when he says that i mean he he really enjoys the gym and without the enjoyment of the gym he would not ever care about it he wouldn't care about like making himself just a little bit better every day and he would miss out on a big part of, I, of his identity he would not uh, acquire a lot of skills that he he talked about i mean he talked about how he gained consistency from the gym he would never be able to gain that if he didn't enjoy the gym so when looking at the um the, the importance of, of joy in in learning in education you also have to look at look at it from like an outside perspective it's not just in the classroom you gotta look at it from every aspect and for jim and for arbor that was the gym you know I mean? he enjoyed the gym and he learned a lot from it so it's important to look at that i mean claudia also relates to arbor um she relates to arbor through her competitive side and in the interview claudia talked about her love for soccer and why it's so important to her well-being in her interview she said I think a lot of the skills and the mindset that I've learned in soccer has translated to school. For example, time management, dealing with stress, has helped a lot. In so has helped a lot from soccer. Apologies. This is a great example of what Claudia would miss out on if she did not enjoy soccer. If soccer was a negative experience, then she would have to quit before she really saw any results in her schoolwork. And it's an interesting fact to like look at what people do takeaway from from these like competitive activities like claudia took away time management and stress which is, which is interesting to like compare it to what another person would take away but the big thing is that everyone would take away a different aspect from from like learning outside of school and that also does help like inside of school so like everything is like kind of correlated when you learn like life skills in a positive like mindset like you can relate it right back to to in-school stuff and you just use it there all right my next question is uh what important sources were used so my main source of like why i even have this question is from patina love um one excerpt of it focuses on the importance of joy in the abolitionist movement those who do not know the abolitionist movement it was the abolishment of slavery that is what the movement was about this source is very different from the rest of my sources because it's arguably, arguably the most important. Honestly, it's not even arguably. It is the most important. Um, is the most important part of it because, I mean, having joy in a movement like getting rid of slavery is so crucial because they were up against the entire government, up against everybody. Yet they still pushed for it, and they still fought for what they believed in, and fought for the better betterment of society as, as a whole. So it's really interesting to, to look at. Um, so the source discussed a lot of the intricacies of the abolitionist movement and how movement, motivation, sorry, uh, joy and, and engagement of people were what made it so powerful. No enjoyment in a movement would result in a movement dying quickly. If the work was enjoyable to people, then they would get more done. 
In addition to people, communities matter. The positive energy of the movement was spread from person to person in different communities. And that shows like the importance of community when it comes to like big, massive, massive social issues. I mean, you need a, to have a good community to rally behind, to get with you, to say what you believe in, to fight with, with what you need. And the way you do that is you get it, an enjoyment. You get something people agree on, that people like, like to support. And that's how you get people to actually care. All right. So final question is how is this a modern problem? Well, this is a massive modern problem because um, a few of my sources talked about the crux of COVID and learning. As most of us know, COVID threw a wrench into learning for teachers and students alike. Having online classes ruined all teachers' plans and made any interesting activities difficult to do because everything is online. Most teachers did not plan for any of this, like most students. With the attention span of an elementary school, elementary kids' school, being told to sit still and learn does not match well. Many teachers went on to create modern solutions to make online learning a little bit more enjoyable. I mean, there's tons of like rubrics all over the internet, and um, and I I actually had an experience with COVID. Um, I was a freshman going into sophomore year when COVID hit. I was lucky enough to have a some tech savvy teachers, but I also did not have tech savvy teachers and i had many teachers that did not understand what's happening but they tried their best and that's really what what it meant it meant to me all right so joy in learning many factors manufactures motivation engagement and focus inside and outside the classroom a fun activity strengthens in the usefulness of the actual activity embracing joy is a part of education it redefines what education can mean more enjoyment in education system will result in passionate students in every aspect of life. Alrighty, so that is all the time that we have today. Thank you all for listening to my episode of Scholarly Sessions Unraveling Education Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and email me. The next episode is run by Nolan, who will be talking about obstacles in education. Make sure to subscribe and leave a rating on TripAdvisor.